You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on KPEL965.com. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Susan Lee, and this is the Fox Business Report. More Boeing jets will be inspected. The FAA wants all 737-900 ER planes checked because the aircraft uses the same kind of door plug as the one that blew out of an Alaska Airlines flight earlier this month. A hotel executive credited with building luxury brands is back. Sam Nazarian is working with Wyndham on an affordable line of hotels aimed at younger travelers. It will rely heavily on food and beverages. He plans to open 50 hotels by 2030. Electric vehicle sales are growing in the U.S. and around the globe, though Morgan Stanley analyst Adam Jones is lowering expectations for Tesla, saying the EV market is oversupplied, though Tesla shares are higher. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. As most Americans suffer financially, gold just hit an all-time high. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and this is why you need a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To learn more, text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold IRAs. Secure your IRA or your 401k right now. Text SHELTER to 989898 to request your free info kit right now. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios. A new contest in New Hampshire. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. It's just Nikki Haley versus former President Trump head-to-head in tomorrow's Republican primary. He was good at breaking things. You gotta be good at fixing things, too. And the day after Ron DeSantis dropped out of the race, Haley tells Fox... I know that the DeSantis voters, they love America, and they wanted a new generational leader. And they wanted a conservative that was going to go in there and clean up government. And that's what we're going to do. But the Florida governor, DeSantis, told his supporters to back former President Trump instead, and he tells Fox... I was honored that he endorsed me this quickly. I mean, it's not easy. Look, it's not easy. He fought hard, spent a lot of money... And a lot of people thought he'd do well. You know, I was leading from the beginning. Now, he has taken a detour off the campaign trail again in court now in New York, where moments ago, the judge announced a postponement for today at the Trump civil defamation trial that resumed tomorrow. Author Eugene Carroll seeking even more money and damages after already winning the first case, claiming he sexually abused her decades ago, then defamed Carroll, denying it. The former president calls it a fake case, saying he never even met her. It's up to 25,000 Palestinians dead in Gaza, where Israel keeps waging war, rejecting Hamas's terms for ending the fighting. A senior Hamas official saying today there is no chance the hostages will be returned while Israel's offensive continues. Yesterday, Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu outlined what he said were the demands of Hamas, namely the end of the war, the withdrawal of Israeli forces, Hamas being allowed to survive, and what Netanyahu called the release of all the murderers and rapists. As Fox's Jonathan Savage, some hostage families today staged a protest inside Israel's parliament demanding more be done to free them. More than 100 people Hamas still holds captive as the U.S. imposes more sanctions on financial organizations affiliated with Hamas. On Wall Street, a new 
milestone. The Dow has topped 38,000 for the first time, hitting a new record high. America's listening to Fox News. New from the Don't let everyday aches and pains keep you from living your best life. I don't think I really understood what people meant when they talked about pain until I started feeling it myself. Start feeling better every day with Relief Factor, a daily supplement designed to support your body's fight against aches and pains. Not only do I move better without pain, I just feel better. Created by doctors, Relief Factor uses a unique formula of natural ingredients that target four metabolic pathways to address pain. Relief Factor doesn't just mask aches and pains, it helps reduce or even eliminate them. Today, I do the things I love and it doesn't occur to me to think about pain. You can feel the difference all day, every day. Join the over 1 million people who have tried Relief Factor's three-week quick start kit. It's only $19.95 and comes with our feel better or your money back guarantee. Visit relieffactor.com or call 1-800- Your drive time is live and local. Hey folks, it's me, Joe Cunningham, and my show, The Joe Cunningham Show, airs every day from 5 to 6 p.m. right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. You can get it all. News and commentary you can't get from anywhere else on the local, state, and national level. Plus your calls and your comments through our KPL app chat. It's a fun, fun drive home here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Tom has been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. I was really starting to worry. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Bikers Against Child Abuse empowers children to not feel afraid of the world in which they live. For more information, visit bacaworld.org. Our helpline is 866-885-9474. BACA, breaking the chains of abuse. Dino's Pizza is like no other. It's family-owned and operated in the Acadiana area, serving the highest quality pizza on their signature crispy cracker-like crust. Make Dino's part of your family traditions located at Bertrand and Collie Saloon. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Hello, welcome, Moon Show. Great to have you with us on a beautiful Monday as the cold's out, the hot's in, but so is the rain. So anyway, that's 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 what I'm looking at. So we, rain and heat, it ain't really heat, 70 degrees, but 70 is better than, than teens, I can promise you that. Absolutely. Anyway, great to have you with us. A great lineup today as you listen to us. Uh, my own representative, Miss Julie Emerson, I call her Junk Mail Julie, and it's a fun <laughs> nickname. She gets a fun nickname because... All the mail I, mean, I kept getting. I, I, I have my fingers crossed that it's not going to well, get worse. Well, they got they got some new ones out there. Just I had to come know, across them. I know. You could be called half-ass Cameron oh, Henry. God. Cameron, you you could give you a real bad one. But well, anyway, we all did lose a lot of weight this week, so I, that I, might be it. I hear you. All right, so we're going to talk to Julie a little bit uh, a little later in the program. Danny McCormick from the. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, what do you call it? Not the conservative caucus. Freedom caucus. Freedom caucus. My with friend Jonas. Danny. Yeah, Danny's a good friend of yours. He, he uh, I'm going to have him on a little later in the program. But we want to talk to Julie first. First of all, good to see you. Julie is a uh, representative Julie Emerson. She's serving her last term. She's also 
ahead uh, of the Ways and Means. I think it was a gigantic upgrade in every direction you look at. That's a compliment, I promise you. Uh, first of all, congratulations for getting that. I know that, I know that meant a lot to get that because that is a that is a powerful position. You ain't got to step up yet, but you will in the session. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I feel like we're gonna have more of these chats along the way, Moon. No, no, no. But it's good. <laughs> but let me tell you something. At least you come talk to me, and I always tell people you don't have to disagree or disagree with me. Come talk to us. We'll talk to you. We're not gonna holler at you, and I'm not going to. Uh, I get excited, as you know. Uh, you but, love but, me. You, but get, you but couldn't holler at me, you right? Know what's sad? Right? I, I like uh, Cousin. I, personally, I like Stuart Bishop personally. I don't dislike him. I don't know Paige. Look, I'm I like, like, they can come on this program and talk to me as much as they want to. They chose not to, and that was their choice. Look, I'm also going to try to accomplish the major feat of making you like what we did, too. Okay. But I don't think you will, but I'm going to try. Well, no, no, that's, that's good. And, it's, <laughs> and there's a lot of things. Let's, let's do this. We're going to go backwards. We're going to start at the session. I do want to talk to you about these committee chairs and things later in the program. So I'm going to keep you Let's start with party primaries. Yeah, let's, like let's, let, let's go to party primaries. It was your bill. Yeah. It did not come out the way you sent it. it you got not. You got 60 votes. It goes to the Senate where you know things die. Yeah. Things well, get changed. Didn't die. But, but let's talk about it. what won and why you think this was the positive. If you okay. tell me a step in the right direction, I will lose my mind. But go ahead. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I, I intentionally left those words out just because I knew you would fly across the table. But go ahead. All right, look. So, first week on the job, um, it was a lot. Um, but I'll say this. I agreed to carry this bill because I, I did feel like I, I had a lot, of, a lot of knowledge about this process. I've worked in a lot of other states that have party primary processes. Um, so, I felt like I could probably answer a lot of the questions. Um, and first of all, I, I just want to say, I, I sat back this weekend and really, really went through this whole session and thought about every single thing that happened. And I want to start out by saying, man, it's incredibly different to have a governor who comes in and hits the ground running. And I don't think that whatever liberal media outlets out there can talk about winners and losers, but man, look, Jeff Landry came in, Governor Landry came in with things that he wanted to do, and he set them in motion in the first week. Now, he also deserves a lot of credit because along the way, there were bumps in the road, there were questions, there were different opinions. And I think a lot of people wanted to say, oh, he's not going to listen to other opinions, he's going to ramrod things through, but that's not what happened. He, he wasn't happy that it didn't come out the way that we put it in. I wasn't happy that it, that it didn't come out, the, that it came out a different way, but at the end of the day, that's unfortunately kind of how it works. You have a lot of different voices. You have a lot of different opinions. you got to get 53 votes in the House. you got to get 20 in the Senate. And what we ended up passing, I'll explain what it is, but I don't think it's bad. I would have preferred, preferred every single office in the state of Louisiana to be in that bill. Unfortunately, that's not what happened. Along the way, we had different reasons as to why different offices were taken out. I would have preferred every single office. I would definitely have preferred the legislature. I would have preferred statewide to be in there. But we have until 2027 to try to get people to come around to that and explain how it would be I'm going to okay. stop you there. I think, yeah. you, I think this was your only chance. You're not going to – well, let me tell you why. Because I, what happened was you had Republicans, and I think Bucky all and Buck the governor, and I think they know, hey, we got away with it now. We can – this ain't coming back up. We, we, we beat this. And my big I, bill, let me just, let me just okay. tell you, I think the big deal was that we felt like 
the statewide and the Senate and the reps at least should have been in there. We felt like the ones that are scared to death to run in a closed Republican primary went and sabotaged that part of it because they can't not win. Head up. You can because you got a good voting record. But I can name them without naming a lot of them that didn't. And I felt like we that's the part we should have gave it. And then the part where Kennedy came and negotiated with Jeff to let no party vote. Uh, I'm no party, but I'm not planning on voting in it. I'm not going to change now because I really wanted to vote in the representatives and the governor and things of that nature. So yeah. that's the part I thought was the biggest part of this. And I then see. I'm worried about lawsuits. Last night, worried about lawsuits a little bit because so what happens in four years when we have a governor's race, of course, you term limited, but the representative senators, we have a Bessie board. So Bessie's thrown in there. I wonder is, if that's thrown in there to make it unconstitutional. And the reason I say that is in the, in the, in the congressional races, that's a different time. We're going to vote on them this year. But when you look at it from the perspective of that year, so now we have closed primaries for Bessie early that year. That's the only thing they're going to vote on, basically. There may be something else. But then the, the, the statewide in the House and Senate mm-hmm. are going to be fall with a, with a return election. So you got two, two type elections going on in one year. So and I, that, that becomes confusing. And I think that's why it was branded as confusion. I, 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 I get it. I mean, look, there's always people who, along the way, I don't know if you listened to any of the debate, but we suspended the rules so we could get it all finished during special mm-hmm. session. So we literally had a debate on it at least an hour every single day. <laughs> so okay. so it was very entertaining. Was a lot. It was very entertaining. I really enjoyed it. I started the show um, one day. I ended up not. but I, I, Oh, well, it would have been great to see. I just wanted to go say hi. But, but, but look, I, I think that um, if that's a grand plan by somebody to throw Bessie in there, that's interesting. But do you see what? That, do you see what? That'd be a little confusing in the spring, and then you come back in the I, fall I, I, and wonder what. I do, but I don't think it's unconstitutional. And I think there's. I think in other. I'm not states, saying it was. I'm just saying I wonder if it is. I don't think so at all, because okay. I think in other states they have multiple different types of election systems as well. Most states have a party primary process, mm-hmm. which is something I kept saying over and over and over again. Some of the media kept saying I was incorrect about that because they. They tried to spin it like I was saying most states had a closed party primary. They don't. But s- most states have a party primary process, whether mm-hmm. it's closed, open, semi-closed, semi-open. This is something that I believe it's 45 states in America do. The only the only ones I can think that don't are Washington, Louisiana, California, and then Maine and Alaska have ranked choice voting. All other states have this. But I but it could I, be I, worse. I, but, it could but, be ranked choice. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. But I, but look, I, I can think of other states that have um, different situations of, you know, especially when you get to the local level and you have, uh, you know, councilmen running and you, like the top five vote getters and stuff like that. So I don't think this is going to be unusual. I do think it's going to be a transitional process of trying to get people used to party primaries. But I think that um, we have a job to do to educate voters um, from our standpoint, but I think candidates also have a job to educate voters. It's, it's really, it's really simple. This is one plus one equals two stuff here. Sure. The the the, the people that beat y'all on this are people that they want confusion. They need confusion. They can't win without confusion. Yeah, and that was it. I, I just, look, I, I just. Have... What about what about? Let's let's move on to one other thing, and I'll let you wrap up whatever you want to say on it. Okay. What about allowing? And by the way, if you're a registered independent voter, you cannot vote. <laughs> you're a registered Green Party, you cannot vote. I'm a no party. I can actually walk up the day of a primary election, mm-hmm. okay, and vote, right? Yeah. Republican, I got to choose, Republican one, yeah. and Democrat. Mm-hmm. 
and I, I, I'm not a big Democrat. I never voted as a Democrat. It might be nice. Oh, my goodness. Um, point being is, I, I didn't agree with that. Somebody said, well, you, don't you feel a disenfranchised? No, it was, it was my choice. So I didn't feel disenfranchised. I still don't understand why that was put in. Now, I know I read Senator Kennedy got involved. Him and Jeff cut a deal, and this is the deal. That's what I read. Well, That's what I read. Okay, and look, I mean, a lot of people were, were hearing from constituents I don't know who was firing everybody up, but somebody was firing people up to say that they weren't going to be allowed to vote and, and have their voices heard. I really disagree with that notion because because this is a party primary. If you're a member of an organization or a group, you are a voting member of that organization. You elect your president, you elect your board of directors, whatever, whatever it is, you're a voting member of that organization and group. That's why I believe in pure closed-party primary. Can I do a, a, but, a real example of that? It, yeah. it, it's the Optimist Club. They have Optimist Club, and they have a vote. And I show up and say, I want to vote in Optimist Club. But I'm not an Optimist yeah, Club. Yeah, but you can't that, do that. that. You can't do it. But That's all you say. But, it's that simple. Yeah, but okay. But, so let, but let's, just talk about, let's just talk about what ended up happening. Because, I've, I've, look, I've worked in states that have open-party primaries where nobody's registered as a party, and you walk up and you say, I'm a Republican today or I'm a Democrat today, and you vote. Look, it's a different strategy. Frankly, I think there's this notion that all of these Democrats are going to go vote in a Republican primary or something of that nature. It just doesn't really happen in reality. But here's the difference of what we did in Louisiana. If you're a Democrat, if you're a registered Democrat in Louisiana, you cannot go vote in the Republican primary. You're talking about your unaffiliated voters. I do think it, look, one of two things can happen. You can have a situation where maybe more unaffiliated, not necessarily Moon Grafon, but more unaffiliated voters may start identifying more with a party because they see the need to at this point. Maybe, maybe not. But, you know, I had somebody ask me, well, don't you think all the Democrats or whatever are just going to go to unaffiliated? I don't because you still have to be affiliated to vote in the presidential primary, which is yeah. happening in March. So, Look, I, I know that but I, it's, I you, it's, it would take not, a lot of organization to do would. this. It, but it I didn't like it. I didn't like having it at all. That's I get all I'm it. saying. I, I don't I, think I, it I ought did, to be there. I didn't either, but it wasn't enough for me to say this is not worth it to move to a party primary process because I think the only way you're going to get more voters to buy into this is if they experience it. I just I just don't think this comes back up again and has a chance well, to Well, I'm going to bring I it back hope, up again. I hope you prove me wrong. Because I don't like steps in the right direction. Hey, I, but I hope you prove I can, me wrong. I can't say it's not going to die, but I can tell you I'm going to continue to bring it back up. Yeah. All right. Julie Emerson, she's Representative Julie Emerson. She is a head of Ways. She's the chairman of Ways and Means, which is a powerful committee. More on her about that as the regular session goes through, I'm sure. All right. Let's take a break. We'll be back more with Julie Emerson right after this. All right. You know, when you're selling your home, you know, one of the most important things you can even consider is does that person really care about you? You think, oh, they're selling everybody's home. Nicole Spellman Group, they really care about you as a person. They want you to sell your home because you know you want to be stress-free on this thing. And you can't get there if you don't have somebody you have confidence in. Nicole Spellman takes away the stress of selling your home. You know, you can say goodbye to the guesswork when it comes to selling your home if you go with Nicole Spellman Group. Why? They take the guesswork out of it. They have a system called a home value estimator. 
It's a game changer for sellers, no doubt about it. If you go to NicoleSpellmanGroup.com, right on the homepage under sellers, click on what's my home value. Enter your address and find out what your home is worth in 30 seconds. That's the value of using Nicole Spellman Group. You know, that's why I trust the number one team serving in the entire state of Louisiana, the Nicole Spellman Group, to sell my home. Go online, NicoleSpellmanGroup.com, or just Google Nicole Spellman Group. When you think about how you spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren? But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could protect all or most of your retirement wealth from future tax rate increases, achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years? Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at MatthewJames.com. Joe Biden Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. It is a great day. 844-766-6607. The Matthew James Tax Wealth Management Hotline. Ways and Means Chairman. It's good to have a Ways and Means Chairman on it. That don't happen much. Uh, Julie Emerson is our special guest. And we, we're going back a little bit last week during the special session. Okay, you wanted to wrap up one other thing. And I want you to be specific on closed primaries. What does this entail? What, do we, what did we vote for? Yeah, yeah, and look, I appreciate that because I just want to make sure everybody's very clear. I've had a lot of questions. And so one positive thing that came out in the end, when we first started this, I wanted it to be majority vote instead of plurality as far as in the party primary because I think plurality is very unpredictable. I don't think it presents the outcome that you might want in that situation. Um, the reason we went to plurality in the beginning was because we were trying to do it this year. Uh, you know, we met with the governor and some of our election officials, and it was just going to be – Really, really tight to squeeze it in with the maps not settled at this point, which I know we'll get to later. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then just different federal deadlines that we have to meet. And so the decision was made um, to make the effective date later. We talked about 2025. Um, but as you know, one big issue that came up in the Secretary of State's race was about a new election system. Um, so we're going to try to get that installed next year. And, I mean, we'll have certainly more on that later. And you can have the Secretary of State on mm -hmm. and talk about that. But the decision was made that 2026 was going to be the effective date. And so thankfully, we moved back to majority vote. So you have to get 50% plus one in the party primary instead of just the highest vote getter, which I think is a much better way to go. And I was happy. So that you we can't have that. a runoff. You can have okay. a runoff. Yes. That's so, all that means. You could have so, one more election in the spring. It, yes, correct. And so I was much happier to go that route than anything else. Now, the deal with the unaffiliated voters, again, it's not Democrat voters. It's just no party unaffiliated voters. Republicans vote in a Republican primary. Democrats a Democrat primary. If you're unaffiliated, you can choose one. You but, can't but do both. Can I stop you? We got yeah. more than just those two parties. You can be an independent party. Right. But if you're in that party, you still can't. You can't vote. Well, you cannot vote in a party primary. In a party because primary. Your party doesn't meant. have a primary because there's a threshold. And there's actually a Supreme Court case um, that I think 
Minnesota brought where the Supreme Court said that, um, you know, the states have the ability to have a healthy two-party system. And so, look, I, I think that I know there's a lot of voices on this. I know there's a lot of frustration with this. But ultimately, I just, it wasn't exactly what I wanted. But, man, I've just never gotten Julie, exactly what I wanted should, while I'm there. I, so, I, I, Representative Emerson. You can call, call me Julie. You, I, I mean, call, my goodness. I call you junk mail. That's um, okay. Here's the frustration with people like me. Yeah. And it's not just me. It's in the Republican base. Sure. We gave Jeff one. We gave two-thirds of the House and the Senate. They're making a big deal. Like this This wasn't even talked about. This was talked about. Absolutely. This has been talked about forever. There's, there's this, a, a task force uh, for two years discussing Everybody's this. been talking about it, no matter yeah. what they say. But to the, to the voters, when you give the Republicans two-thirds of the House and Senate, you expect something like this to roll. I thought this was a low-hanging fruit. It goes to show you that if we had closed primaries in the Senate and the House, we could pass something like this. And we don't have it. That's our frustration. We still got what I call, I'm not mentioning any names with you here, fake, fake conservatives. We got plenty of Republicans, but we don't have enough conservatives. And it always seems to be about 20%. And that's the problem. And so until we get something like closed primaries. We can't get rid of some of these fake Republicans. Now, I'm not asking you to comment on your fellow people you got to work with. I'm just telling you from the perspective of the people out here that voted for conservatives, and I know I speak for them, we're mad as hell that we couldn't get it because of these fake Republicans. And that's what, because look, really, that you, it becomes you, no excuse when you got two-thirds okay. Republican and, in the House. You know what? You, you know I'm glad that you're here and that you speak for them because I do think that you... And your voice and the other activists help pull us accountable but and, pre- and present transparency. But you know so who's really supposed that. to speak for them? Us. Damn and their right. representatives. You dang right. Absolutely. They are supposed to speak for us and then they and get I, out and there. I, and, and, I, and I think you're a, a really important part of holding us accountable. Well, that's so it. I, I, just, I appreciate that. I just think that these, these guys and ladies that are not stepping up with a con- two-thirds of a vote, I think this makes it harder to go forward. I hope I'm so wrong on this. Makes it harder to go forward for the governor and for the real conservatives because you know they're right. out there and you know they could kneecap but, you anytime. But I also think doing it and actually go, actually having voters go in and participate in this process, I think makes them more and more aware good, of how this process works. The good news is we got voting records. These are all mounting up, and we're going to have a lot more voting records in the next four years. Her name's Julie Emerson. She is the Ways and Means Chair. By the way, congratulations. I know that. It, people don't realize it. You do. People in the legislature around the state that understand what's going on, they realize that is a powerful position that you sit on. And you get to have fun with all the budget stuff in the spring. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, hold on. When we get back, the map. Yeah. The map. It's, it, this is important. All right, yeah. we talk about the map, how we got there, where are we going. Her name is Julie Emerson. I got some other questions. We're going to, after we finish the map, I want to go back to putting Democrats in committee chairs and vice chairs. I, I, I need you to explain this. I'm ready. I, I need you to pull a Bill Edwards on me. You can explain it to me, oh, but you can't gosh. learn it for me. I need, you to, for I need me. you to learn this for me. Oh, I need you to understand. I don't, I don't know if I can get through that thick skull, but I'll try. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be back. More of the Moon Graffon Show. Hey, folks, my friend at Schumacher Homes, dedicated to making sure the custom home building is within reach for everyone. Your custom-built home. And Schumacher Homes does a great job of building custom homes. They're going to provide you with a dedicated team of specialists who give you choices and tools necessary to create your home and your dream, your dream home. The new year is a perfect time right now. 
perfect time to take the first steps toward realizing your dream home. Schedule your free, no-obligation design and pricing meeting today by calling or visiting SchumacherHomes.com, SchumacherHomes.com. Celebrating over three decades of crafting affordable custom homes. Schumacher Homes has always made it a goal to make the home-building journey enjoyable, simple, and hassle-free. They're going to provide a devoted team to build your home. They're going to keep you up to date. Any tricks in the armor, they're going to come right to you and say, hey, we got a problem. We got a situation. Schumacher Homes will make it like you want it. SchumacherHomes.com and let the professionals give you a free, no obligation design and pricing meeting right now. Folks, remember the name, All Field Equipment. AllFieldEquipment.com. When I say all, A-L-L Field.com. All Field Equipment, found in 2016 by my good friend, Mr. Bill Allen, and over 50 years of experience in the oil and gas industry. Hey, this is a great company to do business with. Then all and gas business, you keep production up so you can yield as much profit as possible, right? All-Fill Equipment Incorporated is where you can find the all-fill equipment you need for maximum production. The shop is in Broussard, Louisiana. It serves Arklatex region. Over 35 years of industry experience, we have what it takes to keep your business in motion. We understand the importance of keeping your wells pumping and flowing, and that's why we offer a wide range of all-field equipment to ensure that your production runs smoothly. We're the only all-field supply company in Louisiana with production equipment knowledge. Open 24-7, one of the largest supporters of bottled water in the Gulf. All-field can repair any and all production valves and controllers. Allfieldequipment.com. A-L-L-FieldEquipment.com. This hour brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Hi, y'all. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James Tax Wealth Management Hotline. Talking to Representative Julie Emerson about the session, what went on last week. By the way, Julie, I looked at all the parties. So one of them was the marijuana party. What about, they, the, what about the grilled cheese party? The gr- you think if they get together? Yeah. <laughs> oh, marijuana and grilled cheese. I don't know what they're going to start talking about, I mean, but I have, I, they have no clue what they're going to about the time they get to gonna, the end of it. It's going to end eating grilled cheese right. for sure. All right. The map is a slash map. You have to explain. I, I still yeah. don't understand you, why... We thought we got to go change a map because what you did is set presidents to a judge and say, well, you had a supermajority Republican, you had a Republican governor, and y'all sent us a slash gerrymandered map, which normally Republicans would vote against this and fight it in court, which I think, by the way, they are, because I heard the lawsuits are coming. So why Look, why has the federal judge become God in this, in this deal when you can really, we never had our case tried on the map we have now. Yeah. That, that's Look, a fact. I, we had I, I, you're correct. It has not been tried on its merits. We are maps and redistricting is the weirdest multi layers of government and branches of government quagmire I've ever been a part of. And it's unfortunate because any, I think anytime you draw a map now, the, the issues are so high stakes because you're talking about control of the United States Congress. Um, it becomes it's very complex. And look, we came. We're just running up against a deadline right now, and I know you know that, but you know yeah. that the federal judge came in and said, if y'all, if the legislature does not prevent a map that has two majority BVAP, so that's black voting age population, 
um, or op- that that you uh, I forget the actual like language. Basically, that you know you you would have an opportunity in that district. Um, then she was going to draw a map by January 30th. All based on race. Can and, I say that? Yeah. Okay. All based on. I'm gonna say and, it. All based on race. Nothing based on facts. Just let's look at race. Period. Go ahead. Well, and, and look. I mean, again, it the 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 court said two majority BVAP districts. So we had a choice to make because it really is kind of this um, this kind of standoff situation where you could either have one Democrat president appointed federal judge who unilaterally said, this is the math that I'm going to present y'all with, or you could have the elected representatives of the people say, this is the math we'd prefer. Now, like if, you said, I'm sure. Can I ask I'm you a sure, question? If the yeah, judge, if y'all done nothing, so we think I'm the judge appointed a map. Does the judge have to send it back to get approved by the legislature? No. No. But I'm sure I'm we sure, gotta a, go to court, I'm, sure I'm sure a suit could be brought on that. Yeah. I mean, I look, lawsuits are brought on all of these maps. So, so you would, I'm you, sure well, there's going to be one brought on this I, one. I, I, I don't the Republicans would rather have their name on a gerrymandered map. So the no, judge, but that's because but that's the politics, judge this ju- realize like, this judge could still throw this map out. Absolutely. Okay. And look, yeah. Yeah, I have to. We all have to make choices whether or not we quote unquote want our name on it. But I mean, I mean that's that's a that's a political decision. And and I mean, yeah, I had to make a choice to say I'd rather the legislature draw this map than one judge who I don't particularly have a lot of faith in. That's That's, an Obama that's, judge, that's so. that is that is the rock in a hard place you're in between. And I'm not saying we. I don't look. It's, but I, it, but, I, hope, I hope I did the right thing. I don't but know, but that's but where we were. But it's not, Julie, and here's why. Okay. Okay. The judge is going to draw a racial map, or y'all going to draw a racial map, but it's still a racial map. It, 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 from a constitutional perspective, this thing ought to be dead tomorrow. I don't know where it's going, but I got a feeling if they block it, okay, let's say the Supreme Court, and maybe you don't know this, but I'm going to ask, say the Supreme Court, psh, can't do it, this is a bad map. Mm-hmm. Where are we going then? The judge gets to draw so, hers, and then that becomes law. No, I'm asking. Uh, that, that's not. And look, <laughs> this is again multi-step process. I'm, I'm and, it is, about, and, it's, and it's been a back and forth the whole way. But, and again, I know suits are going to be brought no matter what we do. But the fact of the matter was, we have the January 30th deadline where the judge says, "I'm going to draw this map." Because what we're going to have is at some point, qualifying is going to open for Congress, and we have to have some sort of map. You have when, to have when, a map. When, Congress when, runs this year. When Congressman Mike Johnson said, leave the map, let it be tried. I'm just asking. Yeah, I've heard people say, oh, he didn't really mean that. I think he did. I think he did. Maybe he was, maybe he was doing some of that, but I, I'm just, to the average person that doesn't know all this stuff. And, and like, I'm one and of that, the, I'm saying I don't. And that was, and that, and that could have been a plan for it as well. But again, we have a debt, I think it's, Ooh, maybe middle of April, middle of May, I, the Secretary of State's office has said that there there is a deadline of when they have to have a map because they have to start letting people know what district they're in and opening up qualifying. Well, uh, by the way, Julie Emerson, my special guest, Representative Julie Emerson, she's actually my representative. Uh, <laughs> I just think that the average person, when we look at this, we just feel like we got Republicans, but we don't have conservatives. We don't have enough of them. I think we got plenty of conservatives, but have enough. And and I look well, at somebody like Trump. I always think we I, should have more conservatives, I, so I agree with you I on look that. At, I look at Trump, and I look at how Landry's always been. 
And normally they come up with a different way of handling this. They say, you want to draw it, draw it. I just didn't like Republicans' hands all over this. Because what if the like, judge it, says, what if the judge come back and say, perfect, let's go, let's roll. There's lawsuits, I agree. But because of the time, and I hope and pray this thing doesn't get done this way, that we can just keep what we got at least for the short term. I, mean, I, I understand. Because what the judge is trying to do is absolutely blackmail and in look, my book. And, and I didn't what, say you said that. And, I said it. No, and, and what I'll tell you is that if it comes down to we have to go with the map that the legislature drew or a map that the judge drew, if we get up to that timeline where this is the map and we have to roll with it, the map the legislature drew, in my opinion, is better than the one the judge was going to draw. And that's well, that's, you know, and, and, and that's then that's just I one mean, of the things I'm kind of my opinion but, about is the the judge and them. They don't care that other districts became more whiter. I, I know, no, no, really, I'm not trying to get into the race thing, but I'm saying, oh, black, 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 black. Do you realize you just made four districts even stronger with white people? I mean, they don't look at that, and uh, they just want the, the argument that, and I'm sure it came up while you were in there, and I didn't watch all arguments. Well, we got a third black population, so we're to have two out of six. Doesn't work that way. You got to live in certain areas to to really draw the maps properly. Look, the the, the judges are going to rule. They're going to litigate it. Who you okay? The, le- the, le- the, the legislature's role is to draw the maps, and and we felt we may y'all not did. we may not have liked the position that we were in, but we felt like that's what we had to. I do. I think the map y'all drew was fine. And if it makes me look bad politically, I understand. But hey, look. No, I think the map is, y'all drew in the legislature last year was fine. And I think it needs, I agree. it's not fair that it's not being litigated 100% a full-blown trial to see that we're not like we're not like Montgomery, we're not Alabama, we're Louisiana, and it yeah. doesn't work that way. It shouldn't work that way. I agree. What, do you have <laughs> any any uh, inkling of what's going to happen? Are you just like everybody else? You wait and see. It, it, it is honestly a wait-and-see game at this point. Well, I heard I mean, the lawsuits and, and, would start as early as today. The, Hey, it's lawsuits are always flying all over the place. So <laughs> I think we'll, we'll see where we'll see where it ends up. Because again, we have a deadline, and I'm sure we're going to go right up to that deadline as far as how this thing's going to get settled out. Could you you could you, you could possibly see y'all working on map again in a regular session? Oh dear Lord, I hope not. <laughs> well, I'm just telling you, it, 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 it could happen. It could. I just I just it didn't could. like when they, when they say, and I've, and I've heard Paul Hurd told me this too. He said presidents is what I'm worried about. Because once they do that, yeah. if they stuck to this, years up the road, because you remember, we lose another congressman, we go down to five. So does, do we have two minority districts, which would be 40%, which is way more than the number of population? Then we back in another fight again. Nah, I'm sure. A whole nother fight. That's, that's what we always do here. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. When we get back, when all this started with me was words said in the newspaper about how we're going to give Democrats chairmanships, and I'd be dang if they didn't do it. Talk to Julie Emerson when we get back. From the humbling beginning, Dino Hardwoods has tried to provide superior service and quality products for their customers. Hey, I know Charles Altman. He does a great job. If you're looking for lumber, Dino Hardwood stocks a large selection of domestic and import hardwood lumber in Cypress. You ought to see that stuff. Exotic lumber, they got that as well. Trust in Dino Hardwoods when it comes to your exotic lumber needs right now. Molding, plywood, 
pain and L products, they are ready for you. They got three great locations. The corporate office is right here in Broussard, Louisiana. There's an office in Shreveport on 2801 Valley View Drive and one in Tyler, Texas, 12492 Highway 155 North. Hey, if you're looking for something different and something new and somebody who will service you, it's Dino Hardwoods. I'm telling you, don't forget Dino Hardwoods. DinoHardwoods.com. DinoHardwoods.com. Great locations. They can service you. They can deliver. DinoHardwoods.com. Check out this great Louisiana company. Oh, man, I love me some Superior Grill. Superior Grill, the best Mexican food in the state of Louisiana, bar none, baby. They are the best, and you're going to love them, too. They got great drinks and food, and the atmosphere is second to none. They know what they're doing. They know how to serve. Hey, folks, you do know they cater. They do cater. Superior Grill, located in New Orleans, Shreveport, and Baton Rouge, Lafayette right around the corner. You're going to love Superior Grill. You're going to love the atmosphere. You're going to love the taste. They can handle anything you got. Folks, they got happy hours. They really serve the people. And you're going to love Superior Grill. I love it. You're going to love it. I cannot wait to go to Superior Grill. I've been going to Superior Grill now for 29 years. Let me tell you, I know all about Superior Grill. And I want good Mexican food. I'm going to Superior Grill. I want to see you there. We're going to have a blast. Chest all broke to. Welcome back. Moon Show. Great to have you with us. It is a, whew, man. Julie got my blood pressure pumped up already. Oh, hush. Hush. <laughs> anyway, you know. look, I, last Friday, I could not <laughs> wait. When I walked out of here last Friday, I went and sat down and had me a nice lunch. I didn't eat too much. I just relaxed and drank a lot. And, then, and it was not alcohol. And then on Saturday night, he starts getting texts from his favorite junk mail, Julie, saying, <laughs> I need to come on Monday, Moon. <laughs> All righty, Julie. Aren't you so, happy I was thinking about you on a Saturday night? No. No, I was really <laughs> relaxed until you started. You were, By the way, it must have been something about Saturday night. You were not the only one. All right, Julie, uh, now listen. Yep. Uh, I told you it wouldn't be fair to me yep. not to be consistent. It's the best I can, which is not you, all the you time are, You are nothing if not consistent. Well, uh, the thing about it is when, when I read the newspaper, and this is what started getting everybody freaking out. Is, and I say me, it may have nothing to do with me, but I read in the newspaper, it was like the last page of an article. You, you had to look for what I found. And I got so disgusted when I saw Philip DeVille, who's a good friend of yours, he's a speaker of the house. He's a, he's a seatmate of yours. I, I get all that. Uh, Cameron Henry go, oh, no, we're going to put some Democrats. Oh, Democrats, well qualified, we got some good friends. And then people went tripping on them before. And then it kind of, it felt like it delayed a few days. Might have nothing to do with it. But it delayed it. All of a sudden, at the end, before the session on Friday, all these Committees come out, and I'd be dang if we didn't do it. Uh, uh, Dustin Miller, this is laughable how left he is. He's an Edwards guy. He shouldn't. Have, we shouldn't even have a committee chair. And then we got uh, the, the the guy that uh, everybody hates. <laughs> He's a committee chair. He's from a meet. Robbie Carter. Robbie Carter. By the way, so, I want Robbie Carter to come on your show so bad. I've asked Robbie, him multiple times. I, I'm gonna get him. I met him. I'm gonna I met get him at the Capitol. because he, y'all he, going at it would be. Would be no, golden I, hour. Robbie Carter's welcome golden. to come do a whole hour. 
I know. I beg him to come on. He's going to come. I'm going to tell him that that's that's part of his role as a chairman. Now he has to come on Moon. Walker Falovich. You put a foot in the mouth. I don't want want you to get Robbie. I want Philip DeVille to come sit right here. I want the Speaker of the House to come sit right here. I promise I'll be as nice as I can be. I want the Speaker. If you can get Robbie, get the Speaker. Okay, let's flip over to the Senate. Cleo Fields. So we put Cleo Fields. I know you're not in the Senate, but he put Cleo Fields ahead of government affairs, which oversees... Redistricting and oversees the primaries. And we got Cleo Fields as the head of a committee. And it's the one that we need the most in the first special session. So I don't care what you say, Jeff, okay. or anybody else. Republicans are mad as hell at that because we heard a lot of people running. Hey, we get two-thirds in the House and the Senate. We ain't even got to talk to the Democrats. And I still believe if you want to put them any in charge of anything, they would have come running saying, hey, what do we need to do to get something? And you could have said, here's how you need to vote. But giving them power, that, was, that wasn't smart. To me, that, was, that wasn't smart at all. My opinion. I just don't think it, sh- it doesn't say a lot for the leadership. It doesn't. Okay, but you wanted to okay. comment, I'm going to let you know. All right. <laughs> all right, I mean, look, I, I, I appreciate tell that. Tell me I'm and wrong. <laughs> Moon, I would never tell you in your own studio that you are wrong. I love you. You know that. <laughs> well, I don't care what you tell me. Let's walk out the building. <laughs> no, no, no. Look. All right. So just indulge me for a second, okay? And I'm not. Look, understand. I I knew I knew this was I knew this was going to cause some heartburn, and I knew that people were not going to be happy about it. And hey, look, I I get that. I understand where our base is. I understand how people feel about it. And I understand that when you look at the United States Congress, whoever's in charge, they appoint all the committee chairs. I don't know all their inner workings. But I know some of the inner workings of the Louisiana legislature. So I just want to talk for a second about the chairman as a whole. And then we can talk about how the Democrats fit into that. And then I'll talk about the two individual Democrats. You got, we go you got about six, seven minutes to do all of it. Go. Okay, I got it. All right. So 14 Republicans, two Democrats. I realize that two Democrats is too, too many for a lot of people. How many co-chairs? Totally understand. How many co-chairs? I didn't write down all of okay. them. You talking about the vice chairs? Yeah, vice chairs. The vice chairs serve at the will of the chair. So it's they have they have still, no, they still, have no official still, role. You still sit next to the chair getting that ear. They have, actually, staff members uh, sit next to the chairs. But, but that's what they, they said about the, the pro they tem. They sit on the, the other side. The, the pro tem don't get to vote. The, the pro tem on the Senate side is in two committees. Well, I, that's look, I'm not in the Senate. And I, and I, I, I really... Working with Senate leadership and 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 everybody in the Capitol the last few days, I get the questions. I do understand, but all I can tell you is that everybody is generally working toward the same goal. And how we get there was a little bit murky, but man, it's so different than it was four years ago. Is all I can say. But okay, but let's talk about the House chairmanships. So you got fourteen Republicans, two Democrats. Again. I know the two Democrats are too, too many, and I think it was the specific committees that they chaired, so I understand that. But if you look at the makeup of the body, 70% Republican, 30% Democrat. The chairs, 88% Republican, 12% Democrat. Again, I know two is too many, but let's talk about how the chairmanships work. So whenever you have, whenever you're a chairman, you typically don't serve on any other committee. Now, the weekly committees, which is like judiciary that Robbie chairs, you could potentially serve on another committee, but he doesn't. 
So sometimes it becomes a bit of a math issue because if you make all Republicans chairman, you take away their ability to be on two other committees. And I would like for the committees to be stacked with Republicans and conservative Republicans as much as possible. But they're not. And how? I How? Okay. <laughs> Tell you right now. Gabe Furman is an insurance chair. That's okay. Correct? Yes. Gabe Furman has a 10-8 Republican and Democrat. That's not right. 70%. That's, that's, that's 10 Republicans 10, and 8 Democrats. Okay, but. And hey, but, that's on. the one committee that people have brought up to me multiple times. And. Two I would, Republicans I would, are trial lawyers. And I would tell you, okay, and you know what? The speaker, if we need to, if he needs hey, to appoint do. new. There you go was, to Gabe Furman and ask, ask him privately if he's happy with the committee he's made up. I, and I ain't talked to Gabe like that, but I bet and, you'd say no. And, and if Gabe goes and meets with the speaker and says, hey, I have some concerns about certain pieces of legislation coming out, the speaker can make those changes. And I'm sure he'd be willing to. But but Because I, I think, but, but, I think but he trusts Gabe being I, there. Let's go back to what we talked about okay. earlier. Just saying you got all these Republicans mean nothing if they're not conservative. I understand. Let's talk about this. We have three Freedom Caucus chairmen, which is a good proportion to how many members of the Freedom Caucus we have. Of the 19, you know, the 19 people who voted against SCR 3 last year, you have 12 of them left in the House. Four of them are chairmen. It's not bad stats. Dustin Miller was a bad okay. pick. Dustin so, Miller's health and welfare, health and hospital, wealth, health and welfare. Health and welfare. Okay. That's the one got the most money goes to a committee besides appropriations. You don't. You don't. Nah, t- I, I, you but, don't but, tell. But, but, Julie, that's but, the but, biggest part of the budget. I right? completely understand. But health and well, the health and welfare committee does not make votes on budgetary items of health and they, welfare. But they make decisions on on what happens with health and hospitals hey, and I, all that I, stuff. I, I, I get it, and I'm and I'm going to get to Dustin specifically in a minute because I know everybody's super, super, super focused on that, and I understand it. I do. But again, these are the most. As a whole, this group is the most conservative group of leaders and chairmen we've ever had. It's the fewest number of Democrat chairmen we've ever had. Again, I understand everybody wants it to be zero. I didn't make those final decisions, but I respect Philip, the speaker, and I respect the decisions that he made. Just remember, sometimes we make decisions, we don't know how bad they are to up the road. Maybe. I want you to remember what I told you. Maybe. Because I've watched it happen so many times. But hey, again, you got to remember, all of these chairmen, including myself, Serve you know, the you know, of the you know, Dustin voted against your bill. I understand that. Okay. Robbie voted you, for it. You got, you got, you got a, but Robbie's almost an outcast with the Democrats. <laughs> Dustin mean, should have voted if he's going to be a chair. Should he at least vote for the bill? Okay, I'm, that's, just, I'm that's, just throwing it out. We, we had we had sixty four votes for that bill, and then sixty seven on concurrence. But you had sixty the first time it got right. out. He was one that voted against. So let's talk. Let's talk about the two individual chairmen. So Robbie. Chair's judiciary, okay? And again, I understand everybody wants zero, but I feel compelled, at least, to say a few things because I've seen some stuff said on social media about things they've supported and didn't. But I do but I, but I do want to talk about it a little bit. So as you saw, okay, so judiciary, you've mostly got alcohol regulation and a lot of court processes that go through there, right? That's, that's kind of the subject matter of, of that committee. Robbie Carter. I know, I know people have issues with him, but he did vote for the party primary bill. He voted with us on Gabe's, Gabe Furman's bill on mm-hmm. transgender surgery for minors to ban that. He voted for that and voted for the veto override last year against his own governor that's from his own town. He also voted with us on Katrina Jackson's um, abortion restriction bill you had, in you 2022. Because we got to go. 
you can come back. <laughs> all right. You had a chance to put a Republican in those, and you didn't. That's all I'm saying. I, I didn't do it. Well, but well, you defended the guy. But I, but I do feel obligated okay, to stand it. up for Philip at this all point right. a little Thank bit. Thank yes. you. We'll do it again anytime you want okay. to. But just because of time, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Line One is a business telecom provider. Line One specializes in cloud-based communication with superior customer service. If you're frustrated with phone bills, you can't understand. Endless hold time to customer support and phone system that is not meeting your needs, then you need to go to Line.One and schedule a free consultation to advance your business phone system. Line One, technology with a human touch. Go to Line.One and tell them Moon sent you. Again, that is Line.One. Show that's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL Brobridge Lafayette, a Town Square media station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. She's the only Trump challenger left. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Rightly or wrongly. Chaos follows him. So Nikki Haley tells Fox one day before the New Hampshire Republican primary. You talk to any of the people. We had 1,200 people last night at our rally. You talk to any of them, and they're worried. And she's trying to get Ron DeSantis supporters on her side after the Florida governor dropped out of the race. But he is backing former President Trump, who tells Fox. A lot of the things that he wanted, I wanted. And I think, you know, in fact, I noticed people commentary. They're saying, well, all of those people that would be for him would be for Trump. Now, he'll be back in New Hampshire tonight. This morning, the former president was back in court in New York for a civil defamation trial, but the judge adjourned it for the day because a juror got sick, prompting the former president to try to push his testimony till Wednesday. Trump asked his attorney to remind the judge that tomorrow is the New Hampshire primary, so the judge, Judge Kaplan, is taking that under consideration. No decision made just yet. Fox's Bill Hemmer. In this trial, author E. Jean Carroll is seeking more money and damages. She already won her first case, claiming former President Trump sexually abused her decades ago, then defamed her denying it. He calls it election interference, claiming he never even met Carol. As Israel keeps waging war in Gaza, Hamas says there is no chance the hostages still being held will be released until Israel stops. Some hostage relatives staged a protest in Parliament. As the Finance Committee met in Jerusalem, dozens of people loudly interrupted. Chanting, release all of them now and get up from your chairs. Some had faces printed on T-shirts. Others held signs reading, you will not sit here while they die there. Fox's Jonathan Savage of the Supreme Court has agreed to consider a death row inmate's appeal. Richard Glossop was convicted in a 1997 murder for hire case. The prosecution's come under much scrutiny, even featured in a documentary. Three times, Glossop has come close to being executed in Oklahoma. Once he was lucky that officials were given the wrong drug to lethally inject him. America's listening to Fox News. Gold just hit a new all-time high, and it could go much higher as people realize just how delicate our economy is. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and I've spoken to many Americans who are deeply concerned about losing everything and not being able to do anything about it. This is why I'm thankful for physical gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. Because unlike digital and paper assets, gold is a true haven that all Americans should consider for their financial security. To find out more, text the word PROTECT to 989898. Birch Gold Group will send you a free info kit on gold IRAs. This is your chance to secure your IRA or 401k against the unpredictable nature of our economy. 
To find out more, text PROTECT to the number 989898. Now, to request your free info kit on gold, our court-appointed special advocates or CASA are specially trained volunteers that help secure safe homes for abused and neglected children. Don't let these innocent victims slip through the cracks of our complicated legal system. Get involved today. Call CASA at 268-5111. This nonprofit organization moment brought to you by News Talk 96.5 KPL. Your drive time is live and local. Hey, folks, it's me, Joe Cunningham, and my show, The Joe Cunningham Show, airs every day from 5 to 6 p.m. right here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. You can get it all. News and commentary you can't get from anywhere else on the local, state, and national level, plus your calls and your comments through our KPEL app chat. It's a fun, fun drive home here on the Joe Cunningham Show, News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Welcome back. Moon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James, Tax Wealth Management Hotline. I, I do want to thank Julie for coming on. You know, uh, she she led the example of how these Republicans ought to come on the program, come talk. We, we, we agreed, disagreed, it didn't matter. You know, she didn't run away like Blank Page Cortez and Stuart Little, very little bishop who was ahead of ways. I mean, it's absolutely run from you. I want no part of you. Won't come talk on the air about anything because they think they're so right, and they just don't want to come. I, I, I told them, come embarrass me. Julie came on a program. Julie's always welcome on a program. We can agree and disagree. It's not a big deal. Okay, it is life. But uh, I appreciate Julie coming on uh, as a ways and means, because most of the ones that get in these positions, they run, and they hide, and they get mad. Just come on the program. It's easy. All right, we're going to jump gears. As you know, the Blue Cross Blue Shield, in a, in a bad decision, looks like they're going to sell. And, uh, you know, a person like me, I only got Blue Cross Blue Shield and have no idea what's coming. I got a gentleman on here, Mr. Henry Kinney's going to join us. And there's a group out there that's working hard to beat the sale back. He's one of many people that are trying to do this. Mr. Kinney, how you doing, sir? I'm doing fine. Thank you, Moose. Well, first of all, uh, I'm try- besides money, <laughs> why are they trying to do this? We person like me, independent company that already pays almost $3,000 a month in premium. I, this is this is the best bet I got right now, and I have no idea what I'm getting into if they were to sell this thing. So let's go from the beginning. Why is this a bad, bad deal? Well, uh, uh, let me flip it around. There's no good in it. Uh, uh, I've been looking for the good for just about a year. And in essence, you go from a company, Blue Cross, that we all own. It's a mutual company owned by its members. So we have control of every single thing it does. And you go from that to a sellout to a company called Elevance that anybody can Google and will see is such a downward uh, uh, trajectory, it's not even funny. 
they just lost one of their stars in Medicare. They've been under some financial stress for losing that. And more importantly, I said more importantly, the sale doesn't benefit anybody but the board of directors and the higher up uh, uh, executives of Blue Cross. Lastly, the sale proceeds, which are $3.1 billion with a B, goes to four of the Blue Cross board members and their only, only, only charge is to do good for Louisiana as a, quote, social welfare organization. Mm -hmm. There's no restrictions on who they report to, how many people they put on the board, and how much they get paid. So given that scenario, if you can come out with something that's good with it, selling to Elevance, and by the way, the ads that Blue Cross are running, they're promising this and that. No insurance company can promise you anything other than your insurance for the next year. And the Elevance could pull out of this state so fast it'd make your head swim, and the members of Blue Cross, the policyholders and members, would have nothing. So other than that, it's, it's, it's certainly a great deal. Tell me about uh, something you said, and maybe I didn't catch it right. Are there going to be some big winners making a lot of money if this deal goes through? Yes. Okay, the can biggest, you can you biggest, mention who who they are? Is that something you can't do? But who who's the big winners no, that are gonna I, make millions I, I of dollars? Can, I can okay, I can start with Tim Barfield. Oh my okay, god, Tim that's the Barfield. old general guy. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. He was on the board of uh uh he was on, he is on the board of Blue Cross Blue Shield this year, and we didn't know that the board members are getting over a hundred thousand dollars a year. He's testified that he wants to be in the 10 highest paid trustees of foundations in the United States, okay? He is one of the board members that moves over to this, quote, foundation, Accelerate Louisiana. And it appears to us that he's looking to make around $400,000 a year just oh. as a trustee. Yeah, that's why I nicknamed. Okay, that's so, why I nicknamed him Barfield because it's 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 ridiculous. And yeah, I, I'm not well, surprised and, somebody and, like that ain't is in is involved in this. Not surprised at all. No, and it and the concept of taking your money, the 3.1 billion dollars, is your money. You, that literally is your nickel and dime, and you're giving it to Tim Barfield to make a decision on where the proceeds of that go. He's going to have about $150,000 a year to hand out as a social welfare organization with no restrictions, none. Plus, he's going to get a huge salary. Plus, he can add people to the board. No wonder, okay. he, no wonder he thinks this is a good deal for you and me. <laughs> it's a damn good deal for him. And, it, and you and I have zero input or restrictions or ability to oversee or supervise what they do. They are a totally independent organization that has been funded by our money. Now, wow. it sounds unbelievable, doesn't it? Does it doesn't it sound to yep. you like it's 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 hyperbole? Well who else? Who Every else who else benefits from this, uh, Henry? Well, I, I, the, the deep suspicions and they and they won't tell the members exactly what it is. 
But the higher-ups, which is Steve Udvahalye, who's the president of Blue Cross, we expect, and, and maybe the top four or five, have severance packages that say if Blue Cross is sold, they get triggered for certain buyouts. So, again, that's coming out of your pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, was there a, a rumor that some of these other boards, because I know there's several boards, were guaranteed X amount of dollars for 10 years. Is that, I, I read that and I went over that, and I didn't know if that was really true. Well, and and that's an, that is absolute truth, Moon. I'm glad you brought it up. There, of the 11 board members that are not the director of Bahia, four of them are going to this foundation temporarily, okay? And seven of them will get a, a minimum of a million dollars over 10 years if this deal goes through. Well, let me ask you a question. Is that, I'm just curious, to me, I'm not not too bright. Sound like buying votes to me. Tell me I'm not too bright, but it sounds like we buying votes here. If I'm offered a 10-year deal over a million dollars, that's a pretty good deal. Once again, not for Blue Cross customers, but for me. It is. The worst violation of a fiduciary duty I've seen in 51 years of practice in law. If if you vote for this deal, you get a million dollars. If you don't vote for it, you don't get the million dollars. (laughs) Now, Moon, you you figured you figured that one out, okay? (laughs) That that that's about as simple of buying a vote and breaching a duty that they owe to the members. I mean that that's. But to sit out there and tell you, well, if y'all do this, you four are going to be filthy rich, and you you 10 over here, 11 over here, your ships come in too. I mean, that that, that yeah. to me, it's, they're having to buy votes to get this done. I know it's a bad deal at the beginning without even looking at all the facts. That's a bad deal for the, for the, for the policyholders like myself. Well, let me, let me add an ingredient to that. In the meantime, in the last several months, they have added two board members to their trust, okay? So they've gone to Tim Temple and said, we're going to give you a board member. Now, you can't, your board member can't get paid, but your member will be sitting in on the division of the $150 million a year. Now, bear something in mind. This guy is the judge. So they've gone to the judge and said, listen, we're going to give you a seat at the table. And there was even worse than that. They've gone to Jeff Landry and given him a paid board member. Now, I'm not in any way impugning Governor Landry. It's not, you know, that he's not the one, I don't believe, that sought this out. But they've said, if this goes through the Yeah, hold on, let me stop you right there, though. Nick, let me stop you just real quick. Landry, yeah. I thought, was on the record not for this deal. On the record, he came out and said he was against this deal happening. Matter of fact, I believe it's why it stopped the first time, because he became the governor. He said, said, you know what, I'm not for this deal. They need to look into this even more. So I'm going to defend Jeff in that because he was against the deal. Absolutely. It stopped it and gave us all a a second win. However, what they said, and and I think, and I've tried to talk to Liz about this too. Moral, the current attorney general, and I, who I'm, I both support. Yeah. But what they said was they were, wanted it to stop until they could have a study of its antitrust effect on the marketplace. Mm-hmm. 
So far, we haven't seen that study. Correct. So it was stopped for a reason, but we haven't seen since then uh, uh, the benefit of the reason. You know, uh, I, I don't in any way have a problem whatsoever with the per, per, people that are offering the positions to. I do have a phenomenal problem with them offering the positions. Yeah, that's uh, the Louisiana way, my friend. Been the Louisiana way for a long time, and it's very frustrating to watch. Listen, let me take a break. Uh, Henry Kenny, my special guy. I just want to come back and talk a little bit about the company. If you can fill us in on the company who wants sure. to do all this buying and the company who's really figured out in Louisiana, you can buy anything you want here. And how, how solvent right. those people are. Because they're looking at the Louisiana okay. way saying, hey, throw a few dollars around. You can buy anybody down here. It looks like they can. Let me take a break. We'll come back and talk a little bit about the company. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. We'll take a break. Be right back. Folks, you hear me brag about a new advertisement. South Star Urgent Care is the name you need to know. Listen, you, you look up, you're in the middle of the night, you're looking, God, where do we go? South Star Urgent Care. They open on weekends, they open at night, they can get you taken care of. If, you got, if you're sick, if you're feeling bad, maybe you coughing, dehydrated, fever, flu, fractures, South Star Urgent Care wants to service you, and they're going to treat you like you want to be treated. They're going to get you in, get you out. You're not going to sit in a dark waiting room for a, a bunch of times. South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. You know you can register before you go and set your appointment. Hey, it's really cool. These folks at South, South Star greet you with a genuine smile and make you feel very comfortable. Folks, you're looking for the perfect urgent care? It's South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. South Star Urgent Care. It's the urgent care you need. Go to SouthStarMoon.com, SouthStarMoon.com. Folks, I want to tell you about one of my new advertisers, Adapt Concepts AC Service Repairs. Oh, serving all of Acadiana, surrounding areas, and the Gulf of Mexico for over six years. Full-service AC and heating company. Repairs, installation, and preventive maintenance, which is very, very important. Insulation service, professional quality services, focus on creating value for you. Terms of certified technician, 24-7 customer service, and free consultation. I'm talking ADAPT Concepts, AC service repairs. You want the professionals? You want the best? This is them. Purchase a qualified high-efficient system for maintenance, plus get a free 12-year parts and labor warranty. Wow, don't you want to know about that? Call them at 337-408-8202. That's 337-408-8202. 8202 or go to the website adapt-ac.com that's adapt-ac.com Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 
is the number. It's a Matthew James Tax Wealth Management Hotline. Uh, all right, let's go to our guest, Mr. Henry Kenny, talking about the Blue Cross Blue Shield sale. And by the way, and I and I 100% agree with you. This this shouldn't happen at all, but you can tell they buying. Tell us a little bit more about the company because less, you know, they they getting people to vote. At one time they did. I guess they still do. And people are gonna vote. And they send it out to all these people on Blue Cross Blue Shield that policy holders, like I'm one because I, I pay for it. But uh, they look like to me they've kind of eased their way into buying it. It, it. it doesn't sound like the kind of company we want, my opinion only. But what kind of company is this? Is this a growing, prosperous company that's kicking butt and everybody's well, happy I, with it? I, I, while you were on the break, I Googled Elevance, which is the name of the company, Losing Stars. And STARS are the rating system of the Center for Medicare Systems. It's how the government rates your uh, delivery of of, of product to the uh, uh, Medicare, I'm sorry, Medicare Medicare recipients. Last year, Elevance went from four stars to three stars. It cost them $500 million. So they're decreasing in the quality of the health care that they're providing for their Medicare patients. Now, what's incredibly important is to compare that to what we have with Blue Cross in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. We have four and a half stars. So in essence, we're going from a great, well-run, quality Medicare delivery system to a company that's on a downward trend that's losing uh, uh, the, the, the support of their uh, customers. So in essence, when you talk about what's good with this deal, automatically, overnight, the quality of the Medicare service is going to decline. We're going from a higher-rated company to a lower-rated company. Now, those are, those are facts that, that can't go away and that anybody can Google in about 30 seconds. By the way, just because I'm curious and you may not know, Mr. Kenny, uh, are they buying Blue Cross Blue Shield in every state or just here? No. No, they have been turned down the last three times. They haven't done this in 15 years. Okay. And no, they no, failed the last three times. Yeah, the only reason the, I'm going to ask it out, I know you got Blue Cross in Texas and other states and uh, – I, I figured they didn't take this kind of money to sell out like they're trying to buy people here, but that's kind of common. Right. And and the, the people that have studied this thought that this process had completely, you know, gone away. There hadn't been one attempt in 15 years. And they were surprised at the scheme that these people have come up with for the so-called social uh, organization. By the way, this is sort of mapped and structured the same way they did it in California. They took away the money from the members and created a social welfare organization. So Kansas, uh, North Carolina, and um, uh, um, Maryland have all turned down this deal. Well, let me ask you a question. Commissions of insurance. Real quick, because we don't have a lot of time, where they bought these companies and, and, and did this before, how did the uh, healthcare go from where they were before they sold out until this company picked them up? Is there any? It's all it's all decreased. And, and bear in mind 
when I talked about the stars, this was the elevans buying, and they have decreased uh, uh, services. The other thing is, elevans has to make a profit. Blue Cross in Louisiana doesn't make a profit. Mm -hmm. So they must increase the premiums, and they must lower what they give to the doctors and the hospitals in order to make a profit. They're going to have to pick up the $2.5 billion and make and make that up. So yep. it's impossible to make that up. Blue Cross in Louisiana is more efficient than Alabama's yep. on on almost all fronts. Yeah, I wanted so, to let yeah, let people yeah. I want I want to let people know when you say the stars have been falling, you're not just talking about the Dallas Cowboys. You may, <laughs> I want I want to make sure we clear that up. You know, not just talking about the Dallas Cowboys. No, uh, I, just the Medicare. Yeah, Mr. Kenny, I I'm, uh, appreciate you you calling in. I I've had people on before. We've been talking about it. It kind of died down at the time, and I heard it's picking back up again. But just the point when you told me, and I had already read that and shared that, where people could make a lot of money, including Barfield and the rest of these board people, and they ought to go out and convince people to sell it to them, told me everything I needed to know about a company, if you're willing to just go buy what you need. And that's frustrating, very frustrating and to watch. And you, you make sure, Moon, that, that your your uh, listeners understand if they get something in the mail from Blue Cross to absolutely vote no, N-O, because that's the biggest difference. But the members have the right to say no. We're going to trial in front of the insurance commissioner okay. the, day, the day after Mardi Gras. All right. But well, your listeners can vote no. Yeah, I'm going to put hell no on mine. Anyway, th- thank you, Mr. <laughs> Kenny. God bless you. And uh, thank you so much. I thank, appreciate it. Thank, well, thank, thank you, Moon. All right. Have. All right. We got to take a break. More to come. Moon Graffon Show right after this. From the humbling beginning, Dino Hardwoods has tried to provide superior service and quality products for their customers. Hey, I know Charles Altman. He does a great job. If you're looking for lumber, Dino Hardwood stocks a large selection of domestic and import hardwood lumber in Cypress. You ought to see that stuff. Exotic lumber, they got that as well. Trust in Dino Hardwoods when it comes to your exotic lumber needs right now. Molding, plywood, paint, and L products, they are ready for you. They got three great locations. The corporate office is right here in Broussard, Louisiana. There's an office in Shreveport on 2801 Valley View Drive and one in Tyler, Texas, 12492 Highway 155 North. Hey, if you're looking for something different and something new and somebody who will service you, it's Dino Hardwoods. I'm telling you, don't forget Dino Hardwoods. DinoHardwoods.com. DinoHardwoods.com. Great locations. They can service you. They can deliver. DinoHardwoods.com. Check out this great Louisiana company. Oh, Shucks, you've been hearing me brag about Shucks. Been going there for many, many years. Shucks does a great job. If you like seafood, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. I'm telling you right now, there's shrimp, they're oysters, they're fish, all fresh every day right off the boat. So if you want something fresh and you want fresh seafood, you got to go to Shucks. Don't forget, if you're having a party, call Shucks. Let them cater the event for you. Or you can go pick it up. Shucks, they're waiting on you. If you want a great time and you want great food, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. Shucks. Oh, they're good. It's my good friends at Superior Grill. Ah, the best Mexican food in the state of Louisiana. I love Superior Grill. New Orleans, Baton Rouge, Shreveport, soon in Lafayette, Louisiana, Superior Grill for good times for all. And if you want a big party, you need it catered, man, Superior Grill got it all. 
Drinks fun for everybody at Superior Grill. Bring the family. Bring a group. You want something catered? We can do that as well. Superior Grill. You don't want to go without Superior Grill at your next party. The food's great, and it's a good time for all. Superior Grill. This hour brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show. Easy listening sounds of the Moon Graffon Show. Most nonpartisan, nonpolitical show on the air today. Thank you for being part of the program. Uh, kind of moving along. Let's move with the next guest. And of course, it's no uh, no, no strange at our program, State Representative Danny McCormick, Freedom Caucus guy. Danny, how you doing? Hold up. Hold up, guy. All right, Danny, you there? I am. Can right. you hear me? Yeah, I got you now, brother. We good to go. Uh, all right, so we get through this session, and uh, but I, but I like to get different perspectives, and I appreciate you spending a few minutes. You're gonna have to tell me what you think. Uh, let's let's start with the the closed primary uh, deal, which didn't come out exactly like they started. I know people like to talk about stepping in the right directions. I don't I don't I don't believe in those anymore. But just your thoughts on the session and and, and what we're still fighting down there because. Danny, I'm gonna be blunt. We might have we might have two thirds Republicans in the House and Senate, but some of these Republicans, are absolutely ridiculous. No, I, I agree, Moon. I understand your point uh, completely. You know, uh, you know, I'd re, I'd be I'd, I would like to call everybody's attention to this first. You know, we've talked on this on your program several times about under last administration how toxic the leadership was, yeah. and I just want to say, uh, speak. You know, uh, working with uh, Speaker Devillier and. Governor Jeff Landry was a complete different environment. We were brought in several times. We were completely getting updates constantly. Um, you know, uh, we had uh, attorneys coming in and explaining to us. I mean, it's not a toxic environment anymore in, in Baton Rouge. And that's a great plus. I'd like to like to let your listeners know that happened during this special session. Yeah, you now, can, in other words, you can, actually, the, uh, you can actually talk to people this time, my dad. Oh, yeah. It, it was, a, <laughs> golly, it's just a whole different. I mean, it's like from an abusive situation to a, uh, going from abusive home to a good home. I mean, it's really great. I mean, it's, the atmosphere is great with the governor and the Speaker of the House. We, they, they're really doing a great job is keeping everybody informed. You know, but back to closed primaries, like you say, you know, in the past, we haven't even been able to get closed primaries heard in committee. So, you know, if you look at it that way, we've made lots of uh, advancements. But, uh, you know, if I could, Moon, if I could give you five things in Louisiana that would turn this state around, that's having closed primaries in the statewide races and in the legislature. And we've got to make this happen eventually because it's just, uh, I mean, the, the rhinos were actually ecstatic that the, the bill was uh, watered down like it was. That's not a good sign. By the way, stop right there. That's what makes me mad. The leftist looney tunes that I've mentioned here all my time, they're happy. The media's happy. Everything on the left, Psycho Bill Cassidy's not happy, but they changed that, so he, he at least thinks he's got a shot. But everybody that was pushing 
and, and knew it didn't get through the way they wanted to are happy. But those are the people that hurt us in this state. That's what bothers me. No, and, and I agree. And the, and the things, you know, you know the, the things to improve Louisiana is not changing up, uh, making the congressional districts uh, closed primary. The things that help Louisiana is making the legislature and the statewide office closed primary. Yep. And, uh, you know, Representative Emerson, you know, you had her on your show. She's a... Uh, a great statesman, and uh, she does a wonderful job, and uh, she did a great job. I, I do want to add that, let everybody know that I fully support her and everything she did. But And I'm glad glad that she's going to be continuing to push this bill because we have to get these closed primaries in Louisiana because right now we have the leftists. And in in a, if you're having a race in Louisiana and you're in a Republican district or Republicans going to win, you have the leftists being the deciding vote who which Republican uh, wins. That's why the rhinos like them, like uh, open primaries, because it greatly benefits them in a Republican district. Yeah, you know, you could think about that. The reason they want to run as Republicans because they can't win at all in the district. Okay? Now they don't want to close primaries because now they got to go back and tell the voters what they've been doing because there could be a candidate that says, hold up, so-and-so, is this is what they really voted on. This has nothing to do with being conservative, but... They can't defend themselves now. That's why Psycho Bill Cassidy was running around and Rick Ward and all these other people were running around. We don't want it. Uh, you know, they, they didn't want it because they know and eventually if they run for something or their buddies run for something, they can't win as a Democrat and they won't win in a closed primary. That's right. You're, you're exactly right, Moon. I, I tell you what, if I'd like, what I'd like to see happen that didn't happen in this special session is we passed a good ballot out of the House and we sent it to the Senate. The sitting committee watered it down, and then it went to the House. I mean, excuse me. Then it went to the Senate floor. What I would like to see is is uh, somebody bring an amendment on the Senate floor to turn it back into its uh, original bill that it was when it left the House, and give everybody in that that Senate the opportunity to, to vote on that amendment and let the public know where they stood on closed primaries. That's what I'd like to see happen on the Senate floor. But it didn't. It didn't. I agree. It didn't. And actually, the, the, original, the original bill was gutted from what it really should have been. I know Julie said that we got this and got it, and I agree with that. But you really wanted to – I wanted you to – Danny McCormick, and I know you, I wanted you to have to run the closed primary. I'm telling you right now, I wanted and, Julie and Emerson to have to run the closed primary. I think Julie and you and some other ones could, could have no problem with closed primaries. But the excuses they made up, Danny – how much money it was going to cost. Psycho Bill and them who's, who voted for a $1.32 billion, trillion dollar, trillion dollar spending bill that's making all these prices go up is worried about $90 million. I mean, I, I, that's the, it was, it was the, we're going to disenfranchise 800,000 people. Hell, you're not going to disenfranchise 800,000 people. Those people don't even, most of those people don't even vote, Danny. Most of those people don't even vote. You're going to disenfranchise people who don't go vote? You know, that would be a good number for y'all to get. That's exactly right. It'd be a good number for you to get. Go back and look in this past election this fall and see how many people that are in no party out of 668,662, see how many of them actually went to vote. Let's go see. And if you tell me 10% voted, then you would have disenfranchised 
10 percent of 662,000 not 800,000 but psycho bill and and these people got these numbers and that old crazy uh a poison ivy went up there and started throwing these numbers out there and they just grab them out of thin air well, you know, closed primaries hurt the good old boy system in Louisiana. That that's the that's the main thing. There's a, you know, there's so many people down down there in Baton Rouge who don't have the ability to get out here in the real world and make a living like your uh, listeners do. They have to be able to live off the government dole, and and uh, and and that's why closed primaries is important, and that's why they were happy when we weren't weren't able to get them. But uh, I'm like I said, I look forward to keep pushing closed primaries. You know, it's it's the people in Louisiana need to. Uh, uh, educate themselves on closed primaries. The grassroots need to get behind the closed primaries and keep pushing this because we got to have it to bring this uh, state to the point that it needs to go to. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm just a little disheartened by the whole situation. I, I, I know that deep down, at least the ones that have to run for Senate and House and they want to run statewide, they're kind of happy because they don't have to run. They got to vote to protect themselves is what they did. They didn't save money. None of that's true. They didn't disenfranchise 800000 None of that's true. None of that's true. But they just made it up as they went. Yeah, that was kind of a joke on the House floor. The, the spendthrifts, that all the ones that voted to bust the spending cap and to fund every uh, um, pork project in, in the state of Louisiana now have all of a sudden become uh, fiscal hawks, fiscal conservative uh, <laughs> legislators. Yeah, you know, you that notice was, they were kind of they were made a joke of themselves. Yeah, and all the ones that testified, people that voted against this, you're right, they all voted, every one of them voted uh, for that big, big budget we had last year that nobody even knew where the money went. I mean, a lot of them, you know, I can and I may name them, but I ain't gonna name them while you're here, but. I can name a lot of them because I got the voting record. And these were the same ones that voted for the budget, you know. Unbelievable. Yeah, and, and I will add this, too, and something else your listeners need to know. A lot of those Republicans that were in those positions of power last year that actually tormented the conservative uh, Republicans, they're not – this. Uh, they haven't been put back in uh, positions of power. So, you know, that's another thing that, that's uh, encouraging about moving forward. But I, I agree, move. We've got to have closed primaries. Yeah, I, I just think. What about the map, real quick, uh, Danny? You, you know that the, the map was a confusing thing. Uh, um, I will say this: like everything else, the uh, the attorneys that have been defending the map come in and kind of gave the history of what's happened with the map. Um, you know, from the evidence we had in front of us, we had a you know. The, they, the map has been appealed twice. I mean, the, excuse me, the ruling of the, the uh, federal Obama-appointed judge has been um, appealed twice. Um, out of the 17 appeal, federal appeal court uh, judges, I think six of them have, have kicked it back down to her. Uh, the thought process was that the, the odds, if, if she redrew the map, the odds of the, Supremes, the U.S. Supreme Court hearing it was slim to none. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you know, going off the legal advice we had, I think we made the de best decision we could at the time by passing that map. Uh, it's not uh, not something I'm happy with, but you know, uh, and th from the legal opinions that we ha we we were uh, you know given, I believe what we did was was the best we could do. We had crappy decision number one or crappy decision number two, and, and when it comes to the Supreme, uh, excuse me, the congressional. Yeah, let me let me hold you one more second, but I got to take a break. Danny McCormick, Representative McCormick, we'll take a break. Be right back.
Folks, I want to tell you about one of my new advertisers, Adapt Concepts AC Service Repairs. Oh, serving all of Acadiana, surrounding areas, and the Gulf of Mexico for over six years. Full-service AC and heating company. Repairs, installation, and preventive maintenance, which is very, very important. Insulation service, professional quality services, focus on creating value for you. Terms of certified technician, 24-7 customer service, and free consultation. I'm talking Adapt Concepts. AC service repairs. You want the professionals? You want the best? This is them. Purchase a qualified high-efficient system for maintenance, plus get a free 12-year parts and labor warranty. Wow, don't you want to know about that? Call them at 337-408-8202. That's 337-408-8202. Or go to the website, adapt-ac.com. That's adapt-ac.com. Dot com. Folks, you hear me brag about a new advertisement. South Star Urgent Care is the name you need to know. Listen, you, you look up you're in the middle of the night, you're looking, God, where do we go? South Star Urgent Care. They open on weekends, they open at night, they can get you taken care of if you got if you're sick, if you're feeling bad. Maybe you coughing, dehydrated, fever, flu, fractures. South Star Urgent Care wants to service you, and they're going to treat you like you want to be treated. They're going to get you in, get you out. You're not going to sit in a dark waiting room for a bunch of times. South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. You know you can register before you go and set your appointment. Hey, it's really cool. These folks at South, South Star greet you with a genuine smile and make you feel very comfortable. Folks, you're looking for the perfect urgent care? It's South Star Urgent Care. Go to SouthStarMoon.com, SouthStarMoon.com. South Star Urgent Care is the urgent care you need. Go to SouthStarMoon.com, SouthStarMoon.com. Every. Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show. Easy listening sounds of the Moon Graffon Show. 844-766-6607 is the number if you'd like to be part of the program. Matthew James, Tax Wealth Manager Hotline. And, of course, my uh, friend Danny McCormick joins us. Danny, uh, you know, because I was kind of shocked that these senators, some of these House members went against the governor on this. Do you think this is, uh, this, this bodes good? bad for the upcoming regular session you think right now it's just you know what it ain't a big deal it's 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 going to be it's it's going to change because you mentioned how different it was already uh you know how different it was already you know what i guess my answer to my that question is the jury's still out we'll see you know and i'm I'm not privy to uh, privy to all the information the governor has. He has way more information than I have. And, you know, Jeff Landry's got a staunch conservative record that, uh, you know, always say that past performance is the best indicator of future performance. And he's been a staunch Republican for years. Uh, so I, I just got to uh, trust that he has more information than yeah. I have. And uh, he has a plan moving forward. You know what that plan is, I don't know. But uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm very optimistic. 
you know, if, if you, you know, the, 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 the working environment in the capital has just changed, you know, it's just, it's just amazing the difference in the working environment. Now we've, we've got to, you know, we've got to make the people of Louisiana proud. We, you know, been going the wrong direction for a hundred years now. And, you know, and what we got on closed primaries, I think we got about 15 or 20% of what we wanted. Yeah. And we've got to do better than that. Now, how that happens, I don't know, but we've got to do better. Well, Danny, I'm going to let you go. I appreciate you. God bless, and we do appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Y'all have right, a great all day. Right. All right, that was Danny McCormick. Let's jump gears. Representative Beryl Amity. Beryl, how you doing? Good morning. Doing well here. Well, Beryl, Representative uh, Amity, you know, you, you – you happen to win your election. Nobody ran against you. You thought, well, this is nice. And then you go, to, you go down to a legislative session and you see some of the same players trying to beat back good, good legislation. And I just wanted to get your thoughts on the overall session. But it, one of the things that seems to be the theme with some of the rep- representatives, the atmosphere is a lot better. Can you talk about that first? Oh, absolutely. Um, I feel that the atmosphere of the, the whole building is, is just a lot better. Uh, I don't feel that when you walk through the building, there's this attitude of suspicion and division anymore. I feel that we have a lot of new freshmen coming in, and I, I just love their energy and their determination. They've all come in wanting to get some things done, so I feel like our backup has arrived. Maybe now we can move forward. So it's exciting. Yeah, it's good. I know I knew, and Danny said the same thing, and I had other people tell me, said, look, it ain't going to be perfect, but it, the atmosphere of having real leadership besides the governor and the speaker we had last time and the Senate president we had last time, which they just kept it fighting between the party and everything else. But you still got some Republicans that aren't really conservative that really are going to try to beef up everything and keep things the same way. Uh, I think this is where y'all going to have to stand up strong and be counted. Yes, I agree. I, I see that there are still some who, um, are leaning in a different direction. Uh, they're, they're not as conservative as the voters expected that they would be. It seems like some people feel like the word conservative is a fashion statement. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, others of us feel like it's a, a conviction. And so I, I think the stage is set. We can move forward. We, we need to all pull in the same direction, or at least we need a good majority pulling in the same direction. And this special session that we just finished was was just really difficult. I think nobody liked anything we needed to do. Uh, nobody liked having to be there because a judge had some kind of court mandate over our heads. But I do expect that the, the next session on crime, because it's Governor Landry's item, that one of the main items he ran on, he has a, a whole list of things that he would support getting done. And our regular session, uh, this year is a, a regular session. It's not a fiscal-only session, so mm-hmm. we can bring bills on a broad number of issues. And um, I'm, I'm expecting good things. I'm expecting some forward progress. I'm not expecting a landslide and greased skids and all that. We will have to have debate and discussion. We will have to work together with people with different ideas. But I do believe at the end of the session, we're going to see that we've been able to make some good progress and turn some things around, like some uh, previously vetoed bills, perhaps. Yeah, and that was, that was a nice question. I know you're looking at the big picture of where we're going. At that. Just having the right attitude and not the toxic, toxic, toxic last four years. And it was toxic to conservative. It really was. 
and because of the lack and pathetic leadership that we have. That should change. Yeah. And uh, I'm just, my hope and prayer for y'all, uh, Barrow, is that we will see some of the positive changes that we need to make because these steps in the right direction will never take us anywhere. Something like tort reform. Can we get that out the House? Can we get it out the Senate? Will it mean something? Or who's going to be running that? You know, we can't have those bills killed in the Senate. It looks like the Senate is still a death nail for things that maybe they want to get done. And I don't want that to happen, but I wasn't too proud and happy of the Senate and what they did in this legislative session. Yes, I believe there's still an atmosphere in the Senate where they want to shy away from and avoid what they consider to be hard votes. I'm hoping that they grow some more backbone during these weeks off between sessions here because what they what they classify as hard votes over on the House side, those should be just obvious, easy, low-hanging fruit votes sometimes. And so um, I'm hoping that the, the courage over there grows as, as that body has come together and they have some freshmen and they have some some members who've come over from the House, um, that's that's my prayer, that, that they get a whole lot of backbone and, and want to move forward and get some things done. I don't think, or at least I hope, nobody ran for the job of a legislator thinking that they were going to go in and it was just going to be easy. If well, that's what they wanted, why did they run for the legislature? I know, but the, the change we need is big change. That's what bothered me about yes. the closed primaries. And I didn't ask you where you were, but on the closed primaries, I thought that was one of the lowest hanging fruits we could grab. I really did. And it didn't happen like it was supposed to happen. I started thinking about tort reform and insurance and tax. I mean, all the things that have to happen, those are big, big, uh, uh, heavy lifting. And I thought, boy, if we don't get this, what's going to happen when we get in the session? Oh, absolutely. Um, And I, I agree. I thought coming in that closed party primaries should be an easy lift, that it was a simple idea, simple concept. And I'm still answering some questions today from from members of the public who are just now reading about the bills and what we got done or didn't get done during the session and answering questions to help them understand what we ended up with. What we ended up with is not a closed party primary. You still have people, the unaffiliated voters, who can determine the candidate for a party. Well, look, Barrow, we're going to do it again. I had a short time, but I, I want to bring you back and I'll get you back on and everything. So just hang tight with me. Good luck sure. to you. Yes, sir. All right. We've got to take a break. Motocom, Moongrafon Show. For the rest of you, God bless. Have another great day. For the absolute best in local Cajun food, check out Prejean's in their two locations in Karen Crow and Broussard today. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. 
A show of unity in New Hampshire. I'm Lisa Brady, Fox News. On the eve of tomorrow's primary, several former opponents plan to join former President Trump on stage tonight in New Hampshire. Fox News Digital has learned, including Senator Tim Scott and Vivek Ramaswamy. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis became the latest to endorse Trump over the weekend, leaving Nikki Haley to face him. We haven't even started with this election yet. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley after Ron DeSantis's weekend primary exit, telling Fox Fox News that New Hampshire and beyond is not a one-person race. We're in this. We're going to keep on going. I'm going to count it. I saved my money. We have enough to be strong in South Carolina. We're like in New Hampshire. Haley trails frontrunner former President Donald Trump by double digits. Fox's Jeff Manasso. Fox News Radio will provide special primary coverage beginning at 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time Tuesday. Listen here or go to foxnewsradio.com for more. Another former rival expected to join Trump on stage tonight is North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum, who has just announced he is not seeking a third term. Earlier today, Trump was back in court in New York, but his civil defamation trial involving writer Eugene Carroll is now postponed, at least for one day, with a juror sent home to test for COVID. Tomorrow, President Biden and Vice President Harris have their first joint campaign appearance for 2024, focusing on abortion rights, with Harris kicking off a Fight for Reproductive Freedoms tour today. The key swing state of Wisconsin will be the first stop, where an ongoing legal battle could lead to a ban on most abortions in the state. The vice president is expected to highlight the, quote, harm caused by extreme abortion bans. Abortion figures to be a key issue in this year's election, as a number of other states are debating abortion laws in both the legislatures and courtrooms. Fox's Ryan Schmelz in Washington. America is listening to Fox News. Gold just hit a new all-time high. And it could go much higher as people realize just how delicate our economy is. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and I've spoken to many Americans who are deeply concerned about losing everything and not being able to do anything about it. This is why I'm thankful for physical gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. Because unlike digital and paper assets, gold is a true haven that all Americans should consider for their financial security. To find out more, text the word protect to 989898 birch gold group will send you a free info kit on gold iras this is your chance to secure your ira or 401k against the unpredictable nature of our economy to find out more text protect to the number 989898 now to request your free info kit on gold iras an emergency court hearing in Georgia where Fulton County DA Fonnie Willis is accused of having an affair with Nathan Wade, the man she later hired to serve as special prosecutor in the election interference case against former President Trump and others. Today's hearing is in the divorce case between Wade and his wife, whether those proceedings should be unsealed and whether Willis should be forced to give a deposition. Another hearing coming up next month will look at whether the two behaved improperly and whether they improperly used taxpayer money to take vacations. Fox's Steve Harrigan in Marietta, Georgia. Lawyers for Wade's estranged wife have released bank records reportedly showing he purchased plane tickets for himself and Willis to multiple locations. Willis has defended hiring Wade. One week before Holocaust Remembrance Day, Elon Musk is using words and deeds to acknowledge what Israel's president has called a foolish mistake, endorsing an
an anti-Semitic post online. Without fanfare, the tech titan visiting the Auschwitz-Birkenau Nazi death camp to educate himself behind the barbed wire at the ruins of the gas chambers in Poland, where the Nazis gassed, starved, and worked to death 1.1 million Jews in World War II before Allied troops liberated the camp in January 1945. Afterwards, Musk addressing online anti-Semitism at a European Jewish conference. Jewish leaders urged Musk to visit after he admitted that endorsing a false claim that Jewish communities push hatred against white people was one of the most foolish things he's ever done. Fox's Therese Crowley, the post also led to major companies suspending ads on X, including Apple and Disney. Wall Street is building on all-time highs. Right now, the Dow is up 142 points after crossing 38,000 for the first time. The S&P also extending its record from Friday, right now up 16 points. At least Brady, this is Fox News.